Welcome back to the It's a Hustle podcast. This is your host, Joe Garrix, coming to you from the Fairfield Comedy Club with our whispering guest, Abby Crutchfield. Hey, Abby, welcome everybody. back. Hey, Joe. Hey, good to see everybody. I was giving you a theme song, like like a little while you're introing. <laughs> we have a theme but song. That was, oh, okay, We're great. a professional podcast. <laughs> but that was my the extent of my uh, improvisation. <laughs> hustle, hustle. I like it. Thank you. Well, maybe we can work that out. We'll get some tracks of that that I can like spill over on stuff right after yeah. this. So, how you been? I've been great. I've been I've been busy. Busy's good. Not, not working. Busy not working. <laughs> busy busy looking for work. I just want to give your listeners an inside track, a behind the scenes look at all the work that goes into before you get the next big job. Yeah, let's talk about that because you've had some big jobs. Because that's exciting too, the waiting for the next big thing and trying for the next big thing or even the next small thing. Yeah, so uh, what are you trying for now and how are you doing that? I recently, you know, every every now and then you'll hear about a submission packet due for a popular television show. So I heard about Samantha B. I tried to submit to Samantha B, but uh I got too anxious. I was just like, this is a lot to pack into the one-week deadline. I think I had five days when I heard about it. So I didn't quite get that one done. <laughs> but I was so excited to try. How many... Uh, oh, sorry. A little hot there. Sure. Um, I was trying to turn your volume up, and I think I turned my own up. A little, little bit inside baseball here for That's the so podcast awesome. listeners. <laughs> Should have done a sound check before this one. That's um, fine. Well, you're not going to reel in the ASMR crowd, but... Uh, what is the ASMR crowd? Oh, well, I'll talk about it after. I'm, I'm focusing on this topic for now. Oh, well, fine. ASMR, no. I don't even know what it stands for, but it's a it's like a trend. <laughs> oh, that's why you want to do it later. It's a trend in internet vlogging in that people uh, whisper and they touch things, like they tap a microphone gently like that. And it can send like shivers up someone's spine or tingles in their scalp. So people kind of routinely tune into these and subscribe to accounts that are going to whisper to them. It's not as sexual as it seems, although there are some that just uniquely do sexual moaning and groaning. And I'm I mean, sorry I, I ruined everyone's life. I didn't initially life. think it was sexual, but now that you've mentioned it, I put it out a sexual there. one sounds kind of nice. It's it's just inevitable. I think when you're listening to someone be like, I ate chocolate cake today, you're like, why do I feel <laughs> excited right now? So I think that I, there's well, a... Well, <laughs> I am just get excited about chocolate cake. It's exactly. <laughs> I would kill somebody for a piece of chocolate so cake. So I like to watch ASMR videos of people just whispering at the camera to go to sleep. It helps me sleep. I think it helps other people unwind. So you watch videos of it? Yeah, so you're you just actually, watching. Like, I think you're, you're following them because of their, you know, the way they present the whole footage. Some people... So how many people are doing this? This is insane. I, I would venture to guess. I thought maybe a dozen at first. It's probably hundreds at this point. It's sweeping the... The world. Holy shit. It's out there. It's like a subculture, you know. Like you know how on Instagram there are like gel videos where people are just squishing slime and you're just watching people or cut they're just like slicing cake. You've never seen these what weird the fuck? <laughs> Oh my god. Sometimes they just I'm pop just up in your out. feed. Well, I'm like old and lame. I'm gonna that, spam you with so many I weird things. I want to know what shit you had on your feed in the first place that it, this is the stuff that's popping up. Excellent point. <laughs> it's just a yeah, there's a lot of subcultures out there, all right. Yeah. Um so anyway, then a Conan packet came along. And I submitted to that because I was really discouraged that I hadn't, like, finished the Sam B. packet in time. Yeah. And I love the Sam B. show. And I got to be on it once. I was in a sketch uh, of theirs once, and I got to meet with her and, and chat. And, so, and I love the writing crew. So, anyway, um, I really was, like, discouraged about not finishing that one. But another one came along, and that kind of put a fire in me to at least get that done. And I love Conan, too. And you yeah. get to, like, watch a lot of footage and write for that. So, I haven't heard back. I think at this point they, they may have selected who they want already. But... I was glad I submitted. 
But if you haven't gotten an answer, that means you're still in could play, be. right? Could be. Well, I mean, they luck. also if they don't. Awesome. Thank you. If they don't choose you, you also don't get an answer. And then a couple of days ago, I said I uh, auditioned for pilot season. There's mm-hmm. a there's a new pilot floating out there. I don't know if I'm going to see it this fall. I don't know if I'm going to even be in it, but uh, but that's always fun to that's you know awesome. hang out at casting. Yeah, I just wanted to give you tales of encouragement. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, let me ask you how you know how do you find these opportunities? Because you're obviously out there, you're finding the opportunity, you're going after it. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the best way? Like, if somebody is like looking to well, you know, I start sold doing my that. soul to the devil. I don't know if that works for everybody. <laughs> um, but it's kind of like getting a genie. Yeah. <laughs> they grant I didn't you know wishes. That was real. He grants you wishes, but then at uh, the end, your soul belongs to him for eternity. Um, well, uh, you know, how long could that be? <laughs> what is time once yeah, you're dead? I mean, it's, all, it's relative. Um, no, I think for, so for like pilot season and stuff, I hear about that through my manager. So I have representation that way through same for submission writing packets although sometimes you hear about those through friends who are already writing for a show they'll say hey we're looking for writers i've heard about submission packets through twitter like some head writers of shows that i follow will say hey you're invited to submit because i already know your work is funny on twitter so there's that um what's the other thing i was doing i auditioned for commercials and stuff i do that through my commercial agent so you know working to get work man how many hours a week are you working to get work I mean, it's every day, but it's just, you, like that depends. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's like several times a week for auditions, you know, for stand-up. You're always hoping like it's stand-up to be seen by the next whomever. Yeah. Um, and so, and it was at a stand-up show that my manager saw me. So, yeah, I think that helps. I don't know if your audience is picking up this, the magic of the green yeah, room right no, now. this is great. But yeah, a show just be. finished at Fairfield. Andy Haynes killed it. He just walked Rushed in. It. Yeah, you could hear the laughing. I like that I here. see beads of sweat on his head. It's like yeah, that's how hard he worked. You know, I've never worked hard enough on stage to get sweaty. I don't well, know if that's a marker. Sometimes it just gets hot in that room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will intentionally crank up the heat now, just yeah, to make sure Andy my photos. Really, uh, on doing Instagram. a lot of act outs up there. And just <laughs> <laughs> no, the crowd was rolling. He did wonderfully. Yeah. No, this was a fun one tonight. Yeah. So two sold out crowds. So good job, yeah. Joe. Well, I mean. It was all of us. We had a we had a sweet fucking lineup. There's no I and team, is there? There is not. All right. So anyway, that's that. You know, it doesn't. And at the end of the day, it's not anything, but it's just something to keep you going. Of like, I'm I'm at least trying. You know, I got my. I feel like I have my foot in the door. Yeah. And I've had stuff before. You know, I've been on television and I've hosted shows and stuff. So it's you know, this is just part of the grind when you're not on something. You're trying to get on something. And I'm doing stand-up constantly. I'm on a great show May 20th at New York Comedy Club. Ooh. It's a Hoyas show. So yeah, if you guys Hoyas. you guys like Georgetown um, or you didn't get in, if you got like waitlisted by Georgetown. Yeah, GW, still you a, are also welcome. Still a great show Come to watch. see the comedy you missed in college. <laughs> you can also see what happens to people that go through the Georgetown machine and end up doing stand-up. What does their lives look like? And yeah. then maybe you'll feel better about yourself. It's weird how many of us there are. Yeah. It is. Uh, and tonight was a great Georgetown show, too. Yeah, a lot of people uh, in the audience came up and took a picture sure together and it's yeah, going to be in some kind of newsletter i can't uh, wait yeah we're gonna be it's, we're gonna blow up once <laughs> we once we get that georgetown magazine fame that's right ooh, sky's the limit i just want to be part of the brochure <laughs> i just want to help some kid want to be me i'm i'm sure many kids would want to be probably well let me ask you i got one one question for you before we uh go join the uh, the green room party here yep when you uh look you know at your career and all the things that you've done uh, is there anything that stands out to you as like the best decision you made or like the smartest thing that you did, the thing that kind of led to the most success for you? Oh, uh, well, I wouldn't say this led to the most success, but something I'll always be 
glad about is that I got called randomly last minute to open for Aretha Franklin at Radio City Music Hall. Like there was a dropout or a glitch in the comic booking. Like it just didn't happen. That's amazing. And so, yeah, so it fell on me because of just the random sampling of comedians that were available. I said yes first and I got in and oh my gosh, like normally if I knew I had like a month to prepare of like, you could do this if you want. I probably would have talked myself out of it. Like, oh, there's no way. But I had like a couple hours to decide. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll be there tonight. And I did it. And so it was a bit nerve wracking, but it's just so wonderful to say I've done it. It was just like doing a 20 minute set anywhere. Only it was at a hallowed stage ground in front of a wonderful audience. And that was you did comedy to open up for music? A wonderful concert I got to see. Yeah. That's, well, let me ask you. Rest in peace. I'm glad you mentioned that. So um, one of my uh, good buddies who has been on the pod before, Eric Donnelly, Mm -hmm. is uh, in a band, The Alternate Roots, and they're doing a festival in November and he's mentioned the idea of me like going down and like doing a comedy show there tying in somehow cool. or potentially at some point like you know opening for the band any you know advice or like what kind of you know because the, the crowd is different the expectation is different right when they're there to like kind of see a musician in Europe before is there anything that's different or anything that you picked up well on I've that heard work for that yeah I've heard that music audiences aren't necessarily interested in hearing whatever the comedian has to say so I would say go into that expectation like you're not going to win everybody's attention maybe you'll get the first couple rows but I was in a theater and people had nothing else to do some were finding their seats but it was largely an elderly crowd so they were comfortable yeah and so I had everybody's attention but if you don't have that, I'd say don't sweat it and just, you know, do your have stuff fun. and try to connect with somebody in the crowd and, yeah, have fun. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm certain I'll have fun. But uh, <laughs> but I have been kind of like, yeah, I wonder what that will like feel like. Is it outdoors or is it indoors? I don't know. I don't know any details yet. Yeah. Um, that'll affect the different things. Yeah, you know, what the sound equipment's like. Tougher, and, yeah. Yeah. If you're just reverberating across a park, which I've done that before, <laughs> that's not as fun. Yeah. Well, you got to wait for it to get all the way before you start <laughs> the next thing. Yeah. Uh, you, you just feel like you're using the biggest <laughs> movements of your body because you're trying to reach anybody in the distance. Yeah. yeah, you become um, a you great pantomime. Now, maybe I'm overthinking it. I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do it. <laughs> I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, what the hell? I'll have a good it's time. One more gig. I think the weirder the gig, the more like just check it off the list. Yeah, and then once and you've done that, you can decide if you ever want to do any more again. Yeah, and it'll you know it, it's better I think to be in those weird situations and have to work through it, you know, than to do something like you know this room where it's just like you know a cakewalk because of the crowd. So yeah, and if it ends up going badly, it's an even better story. <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun true, to look right? back on the horrible yeah, ones. Then it's, then it's potential material <laughs> for you your next show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Abby, I want to thank you for being here on the pod today. Thank you for being at the club. It's always a pleasure. Looking forward yeah, to rocking had a blast. New York with you on the 20th. Yep, um, and if anybody else needs to see me live anywhere else, go to curlycomedy.com and follow me on Twitter at curlycomedy for more jokes. Abby, you're the best. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks, Joe. Peace. Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast. Special thanks to Eric Donnelly for our theme song to Jillian Rooney for all of our editing, to Lightswitch Advisors for our website and online marketing. If you have any web or marketing needs, Lightswitch Advisors is your go-to place, to Vans for all of our footwear and apparel. And also, please come to the first ever live recording of the It's a Hustle podcast, Saturday, April 27th at 5 p.m. at the Circle Hotel in Fairfield as part of the first Connecticut Comedy Festival, April 25th through 28th. Check that out at CT Comedy Festival. And please leave us a review. Tell your friends we appreciate your listening. Peace.